Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello there, family, friends, and strangers. This Monday Matters podcast is all about hormones and how even though we may want to have a really nice, calm, and relaxing, family-filled Christmas season, sometimes we feel a little bit off, maybe a little irritable, maybe a little unbalanced, maybe a little emotional. And this is incredibly normal really for any time of the year, but I do find that there's a little bit of a heightened sense of stress around the holidays. And I just wanted to create a little bit of a conversation today around what can we do during these holiday seasons or higher stress times of the year to avoid that crash, to avoid you know, just being super resentful and hateful and angry and bitter during the holiday season that you set out to enjoy. And you really want to just, you know, love your people and love the traditions. And yet you're kind of vibrating and not loving it. So I'm going to do a couple of episodes about this. I'm going to talk one whole episode just on ways to manage stress with breath work. I was not a believer before I thought people that told me I needed to manage my stress by taking deep breaths had no clue that I had been breathing for about, you know, 40 some odd years already. So why do I need to be focusing on it any differently? I retract. I was wrong. My breath work that I've been doing is huge. I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on it. But just know that managing your stress during the holiday seasons is important for you to enjoy those seasons. I'm also going to do a podcast on sleep because nobody can enjoy anything in life when we are totally sleep deprived. So I know there's going to be some mamas out there that are waking up with kids and that's just a season. But for everybody else out there that has a little bit of control on how we tweak, improve and change our sleep, stay tuned. That's another whole episode all on its own on sleep. So sleeping and enjoying the holidays go hand in hand. So we'll get there. Today though, today I want to talk about how to properly sort of balance the nutrition in your life so that the highs and lows that you are feeling are not a direct result of the food that you are feeding yourself. And we all know what I'm talking about when I say that. When it gets to be the holiday season and we start having a lot of the baking and the sweets and the alcohol and the the parties and the festivities, our intake, the diets that we eat change just because it's, it's festive and it's the holidays. And then we're trying to enjoy all of this, feeding ourselves the foods that are making us feel crappy. And I did it for years. So 
I get that it's just how that rolls. But now that I make the connection between what I'm putting into my body is a direct correlation to how I'm feeling. And if I really want to feel awesome with my friends and families and enjoy the joy, the season, then I need to feed myself like as if I want that. I cannot eat a lot of the processed foods and drink a lot of the drinks and stay balanced and not irritable and bloated and grouchy and looking in the mirror, wishing I didn't have to go anywhere tonight because I just don't feel good in any of these clothes because I'm so bloated from the food that I've eaten the previous week of entertaining. So I've been down that road and I'm not doing that this year. I continually try to find ways to squeeze out the foods that don't serve me well and replace them with foods that do. And I created a list that I keep on my desk called foods that balance hormones. There's a longer list than the one that I have, but I went through and I picked the things that I felt were really common, not out there. You know, you didn't have to drive into Regina to a health food store to find anything. Everything that is on this list, I literally eat almost every single day. And I will during the holiday seasons. I will try to find recipes that use these foods during the holiday seasons. I'll try to find ways to incorporate them into what I'm taking to the potlucks that we might go to or to the events that we are invited to. So I talk like we go out all the time. (laughs) That is not true. We do not go out all the time. I don't even know if I'll get invited anywhere before we go away. But anyway, these are the things that I'm feeding my family, if nothing else, and feeding myself so that I can enjoy the process, enjoy the stress of finishing off this year and heading into 2023, feeling the best version that we can possibly feel. So I'm going to give you this list how I incorporate them into my everyday. You do not need to be writing it down as I'm talking about it because you just have to scroll down to the bottom of this episode and they're all right there. And I've also put a couple recipes at the bottom of the episode for you to click on and make because some of these are in my everyday weekly food prep. So almonds, that's pretty calm, pretty easy, not too difficult. And I have about a quarter cup of almonds every single day. Sometimes they're in things. It's like I use almond flour for stuff, but really just have a quarter cup of almonds every day to help to balance out sugars. And know that when you are following your hunger scale and eating when you're hungry and stopping before you get full and you eat all of the foods on this list or try to incorporate most of them into your day, it's going to be difficult for you to be eating a whole lot of the other stuff that you don't need. The processed white flour, white sugar, Um, convenience foods don't have as much room in your life when you're focusing on balancing your hormones, utilizing these foods. So they're in alphabetical order, by the way, you don't uh, have to prioritize them in any different way. I just have this list alphabetized almonds and then apples. So I buy, I try to buy the organic apples, um, just because I don't want to negate the fact that I'm eating a healthy apple by having to then manage any of the pesticides that might be on a regular apple. So I, if I'm going to eat an apple every day, it's an organic apple. Avocado, which I buy from Costco already made up into little individual guacamole packs. 
So I use that to dip vegetables in I, or I put it on top of my salad, but I try to get those healthy fats. The almonds and the avocado are healthy fats. And if I put those into my body on a regular basis, I do feel satiated and they're good for my brain and they help me to stay a little bit in check as far as the highs and lows with my blood sugars. Broccoli, maybe not daily, but definitely weekly. There's broccoli in my life. And cherries, nobody can afford to eat or even find fresh cherries all year round in Saskatchewan, but there's frozen cherries and they have replaced ice cubes in my smoothie. So I put about six frozen cherries into my smoothie every morning now so that I know that I'm getting a little bit of that cherry juice. Chia seeds and chocolate are alphabetically beside each other as well as coconut oil. I make some kind of sweet bite chocolate or chia seed pudding or the vegan chocolate that's in my deep freeze so that I can have a bite of something sweet after supper every day and know that it's not throwing me into a bit of a tailspin as far as balancing out my um, blood sugar. It's doing more of a leveling. So the chia seeds, the dark chocolate and the coconut oil are usually in some kind of a little dessert that I have uh, either a spoonful of pudding or a little bite of fudge. Eggs. Um, I Most of the time my eggs have lately been hard-boiled, either just a hard-boiled egg in my salad or egg salad sandwich, something like that. Um, but we have eggs all the time in our fridge. So if ever I'm feeling a little bit hungry, a really go-to standard snack for me would be a hard-boiled egg, an apple cut up, with a little bit of almond butter or peanut butter to be dipping my apple in. And I eat those all together to create that balance. And that is a very standard afternoon snack. Green tea. I wasn't a huge green tea fan until we did the detox. And now it is part of my day. So I do have a cup of coffee back in my life. After I did 10 days without it, it was totally fine. But I also incorporated back in and I'm not finding any seriously ill effects for my one cup of coffee in the morning. And I really enjoy it. And life has to have some perks to enjoying it. So I do want a cup of coffee in the morning, but if I want tea in the afternoon here at the office, I usually go to my pomegranate green tea. And the reason I bought the pomegranate green tea is because pomegranates are on this list of things that I want to incorporate. So yeah, I have pomegranates in my life, either a little bit in that green tea, but I also buy pomegranate juice and pomegranate juice is kind of on the sweet side. So I only have about a quarter of a cup and then I water it down with water and ice, or I make the fizzy water that we have with our little machine that makes our carbonated water. And I'll put and make a bit of a fizzy drink with pomegranate juice. And that's my after supper, you know, I don't want to just drink water anymore today, little drink at the end of the day. I Pumpkin seeds are on this list and I have pumpkin seeds in my mixed green salads. Pumpkin seeds and craisins or raisins or something go into my salads just to perk them up a little bit. And um, Corey also makes a muffin that has a lot of pumpkin seeds in it. So that's a pretty regular one around our place. Pumpkin puree is often the flavor of overnight oats that I pick. So if I'm not getting pumpkin seeds, I'm getting the pumpkin itself. Then there's the quinoa and salmon. So if you are not a big salmon fan, 
keep trying. There was a lot of people that were converted. There's a lot of us kind of turned off and didn't want to eat fish for a couple of days, but we're all back to eating fish now. But there were people who got a little bit more um, um, adventurous with the seafood because that's what we could have on our 10-day detox was we could have a lot of fish and salmon being the number one. So it's a really yummy fish. And if you've never tried it before, I would say you should give it a try. There's lots of great recipes out there. On the 10-day detox, we didn't get to have maple syrup or anything like that, but I like kind of a sweet and sour flavor on my, uh, with balsamic vinegar and a little bit of maple syrup and garlic and ginger. You put all of that on top of the salmon with some orange slices on top. It's really yummy. And then quinoa is another one that can really help to balance out the blood sugars. So put them together, have a Buddha bowl that is with a quinoa base, some mixed greens, some salmon. You can cut some seaweed up in there. All of that that you would buy at like Freshy or whatever the place is in the city. It's all really yummy. And if you can incorporate that into a weekly meal plan for yourself, if not for the whole family, then do that. Take that for lunch. And when you are doing these things and adding these foods into your life, you are going to feel better. Squeeze out the processed flour and sugar and dairy. There is none of that on any of these lists. Squeeze those out by adding this into your life on a regular basis and you'll just start to feel better. The last one I'm going to tell you about is my favorite that I'm kind of obsessed with in the last few weeks. And it's my flaxseed uh, breakfast cookies that I've been having. Basically, as soon as I get home and I'm starting to want to eat something, I eat one of these breakfast cookies. And I never really figured out how to, I didn't like flax in my smoothie and I didn't like flax in my salads as much. And I figured out how to get it into my week by making these breakfast cookies. And they're so easy. It's one bowl and one fork to just sort of mix it all together. And then I cook them in the bottom of muffin tins. So I have the silicone muffin tins. Once they're cool, they pop right out. I make 12 cookies and I'm good for the week. So that recipe is at the bottom of this podcast. Please feel free to go down there. And if you make it, let me know how you enjoy the flaxseed breakfast cookie. Now, don't be thinking I'm going to make this breakfast cookie and it's going to taste like an M&M monster cookie, you know, from, from Costco or whatever. That's not the kind of cookies we're making. We're trying to squeeze those cookies out with an alternative. So get your head around that and be super realistic. They're good, but they're good for you, if you know what I'm saying. So enjoy. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up so you guys have a chance to get back into the kitchen if you want or go to the grocery store now and find some of these foods that are at the bottom of the show notes. I've got them listed there. As you head into the Christmas season, type in holiday treats with apples. Find yourself something that you can make with apples that does not include a whole lot of processed wheat or sugar. It exists, I promise. Type in um, healthy breakfast bake with eggs and get yourself something besides the 
you know, Christmas morning wife saver that has a whole entire loaf of bread in it. There's other really yummy egg bakes out there that you can make ahead of time. So you don't have to do the cooking on breakfast morning on Christmas morning. And maybe your family would like the new tradition. Type in chocolate seed or chocolate chia seed pudding. If you've never tried it, it's also super yummy, easy to put in the fridge. And you have a spoonful of that every day, just when you need a little bite of something sweet. So go through the list, figure out what you can exchange for your regular um, go-tos. Still have some traditions. We're still going to have ginger snaps at my house and there's going to be sugar in the ginger snap. But we're not going to have seven different cookies with sugar in. We're going to make a couple of our favorites and the rest we just don't make anymore. We've squeezed them out. All right. Take a, take a pause and come back next week, or I'm not sure when I'm going to be airing the sleep podcast or the stress balancing breathing podcast, but keep watching for them. They are also going to be life game changers for the holiday season. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.